You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you guys, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you the rest of the way, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Um, Keep on making sure you're subscribed, all to those platforms as well. Uh, Subscribe, like, comment. I'll I'll go ahead and just throw a shameless plug in there as well. Next Wednesday, we start state basketball, Woo-woo. and we will be at PBA from 9 a.m. till like 9.30 p.m. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for next week and the following week. All 48 state games that are occurring at Pinnacle Bank Arena will be broadcasted on the ticket, um, so we're, we're getting ready for that. That is a starting, lot of starting, basketball. Starting Wednesday at 9 a.m. That's so. a lot of basketball, sir. It is a lot of basketball, but we're gonna be just fine. We're gonna have. I'll be sitting here pushing time. buttons and sliding sliders, sliding sliders, pushing buttons, making sure people can hear me exactly from down in Pinnacle Bank Arena. Okay, I ain't gonna do no calling myself. Speaking of speaking of basketball and calls and calls, I last night's I did not watch the Creighton Marquette game. Before we get into that, can I just say one thing? Go ahead. Shaka Smart with hair. Looks so way, weird. He looks weird, and he looks so young. So yeah, I agree. I don't. I. I don't think I like it. I agree. Um, I need bald Shaka Smart. So Texas Shaka Smart? No, VCU Shaka Smart. VCU. Yeah, because he had hair at Texas. Yeah, he, he started had, growing he, it out he, at he Texas. He started growing out hair. He was bald at VCU. And, and that was the time at and he Texas. Looked, and he looked like, I don't know, like he, he had his arms crossed. Like yeah. he was, I was just like, that's a great coach. That was and then the he went one, to Texas and he grew his hair. He's still a great coach. Like, well, yeah, he's still a great coach. But I'm just saying, like, bald Shaka Smart like looks like fantastic. Hair Shaka Smart. He looks so young, and it bothers me, and I don't like it. So, it's kind of weird, and this is not a Creighton conversation by any means, um, but when you look at the ref, Rico and I were talking during the break, in all the games that we've watched, and all the highlights we've seen, and, and all the just just knowledge that we have, which may be limited, we have never seen a referee square up to a coach. I've never seen a ref lunge at a coach. Just straight up, turn around, whip, rip, whip around so quick. Like he caught it was the final. So it's the final inbound for Marquette of the game because they got fouled on it. But he calls the foul, and McDermott kind of yells as most coaches would when their player fouls somebody. But he yells in like the direction of the ref, and the ref immediately whips around and lunges at him. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is happening? Right yes, now? and like he and like Greg McDermott, who. As although he coaches Creighton, I'm I'm somewhat a fan of Greg McDermott. I I think McDermott's a great. He, coach. He's a really really good coach. And after we got to talk to him back in December, I believe it was on December seventh when Nebraska beat Creighton. That was like when it, I, I don't want to say there was like an, a tie to, to Greg McDermott. I was like, all right, this guy like he's he's in, he's a pleasant to talk to. He's he's good as a coach. He's a good coach, quality coach, and I understand why Creighton fans like him so much. But it is insane because I, we've never seen a referee lunge at a lunge and square up mm-hmm. at a at a coach 
And then the coach walks away, but the ref starts taking steps with him. Now he was walking towards the scorer's table, but he was he was still like you he was know, still looking at he him. He was eyeing him down. And and like what here's the deal. I don't know the ref's name. What? I don't know nothing about his his past or anything. I just know that in that game and again, I'm not saying that there was anything malicious or anything, but it was it was weird the way that he interacted and that went into duration because I didn't see the entire game, but I did see well, some tweets about what was going on or what was believed to be going mm-hmm. on. But I did see that one instance, and I just I've never seen. It's also that about before. like what, what do you expect? What do you expect a a coach and a bench to do when you make that type of call? Which it was a bad call. It was it was. A very bad call. It wasn't a foul. It was not a foul. Now and, I was telling Rico that unfortunately the Marquette or excuse me, the Creighton player had his arm around the waist of the Marquette player, but when he when he passed him the ball, he his arm was not on it. Nope. It was at the start it was, and so I feel like the referee he knocked it away. Colt Brenner would have had, saw it. had yeah. a had an easy layup for the lead, I believe. Or at least to no to tie it up. Um, but also, Creighton shouldn't have been in that situation. They put themselves in that You're situation. Right. You're right. They had, what, 14 turnovers. Kalkbrenner only took five. Kalkbrenner, one of the best players in the country, at least one of the best defensive players in the country, yeah. only had five shot attempts. Mm-hmm. He was in a little bit of foul trouble, but to only have five shot attempts, that's like that game that uh, Derek Walker and Sam Griesel only had like six each or something. Mm-hmm. Like it, that, that just can't happen. So it's just crazy, though, as because uh, – and, and I I love I, here we go so we get, we're already getting texts of yep. it's Creighton nobody cares I hope they never win anything again I'm glad they lost uh, shoot I'm glad they lost too like I'm I'm not this is not a converse, a Creighton conversation this look is, if Nebraska wants to a, make a postseason berth they need Creighton to be better and well here's the thing no in all honesty this this was a referee conversation yeah. to where it's like I have you ever seen a referee turn around and square because whether whether it was Greg McDermott whether it was Chris Holtman, whether it was Steve Peichel Fred or Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg, we're talking about this today. Uh, that the fact that a referee turned whipped around real quick after he made a call and squared up with the coach, and and it now now and, and any coach that's able to just walk away after you get squared up on, they're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. When when Greg McDermott was much bigger than that referee, yes, much much bigger. larger. But what's what's funnier also is at the end, um, the or excuse me, Shaka Smart. Did you see him jumping? Oh yeah. So so Baylor he, Shireman, which another bad call. Baylor Shireman got the inbound. It was like one point six left. He went to like throw up a three quarter court shot. Yeah, definitely got fouled. Whatever you normally don't call that, but he definitely got fouled. Wasn't called. Shaka jumps mm-hmm. as high as I've ever seen a coach jump. You know, and just just fist pumping, the, the first, looking the first level of fans. Yeah, looking at the fans in the in the stands behind the the scores table <laughs> and like yells at him, and then professional. Then he sh- shakes the hand of Greg. But McDermott. I so I saw the picture. Or I saw a, a video from the other side where you can see McDermott's face. He was not. Excited I'm sure about Shaka jumping sure. like that. I, imagine Fred Hoiberg on December seventh jumping up and down and staring at the fans after just three minutes ago there was a really bad call. On Creighton, yeah, I don't know, and man. you're was, on the road. It, it would have been crazy. But look, now, I'm not taking anything away from Shaka because Marquette, huh, no is, doing, Marquette is doing fantastic. Well, they're he's top ten a, team. He's doing an amazing job coaching. And look, he's an emotional guy. He, he wears his emotions on his sleeves. You see that, you know, whether he was at VCU, whether he was at Texas, and now at Marquette, like that's just that's just something that he does. Yeah. 
So I'm not taking anything away from him, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to place any blame on Shaka Smart. I'm just saying that this might be in the infant stages of a pretty good rivalry. Yeah. I agree with that, Rico. That's that's a good way to to put it. Also, I mean Creighton, Creighton who who started out the season kind of tough with the Maui Invitational, then losing to Nebraska, then um, they kind of hit a rough patch. They've started to get their footing back, and they were they were still in pursuance, uh, pursuance, in pursuit, pursuit, pursuit of a Big East title. Mm-hmm. And now Marquette basically just squashed their chances and Marquette who has never won a Big East title outright which is weird which is crazy if you think about all those talented players they had going back I used to be somewhat somewhat of a a Marquette fan growing up because I loved their baby blue jerseys Mm -hmm. and so like Vander Blue Mm. who was a point guard for Marquette he wore number 10 was one of my favorite players to watch growing up either way um, when they had some of those teams they were good. Like they were an NCAA tournament team but year in and year out. With with Buzz Williams, who yes. ended up going to Virginia Tech after he and he started wearing the vest. Um, <laughs> he anyway he got him to the NCAA tournament, and now um, once Shaka Smart's back, they're they're in the top ten and and they are in pursuit of a Big East title. And it's a nice top twenty five matchup in Omaha last. One hundred percent. Number nineteen Creighton. And number ten. Once Marquette. again, glad Creighton lost. Thrilled, thrilled Creighton lost. But yeah, number ten Marquette beats. Uh, number 19 Creighton on the road last night. And so Marquette and Nebraska can shake hands because they both beat Creighton on the road. Do you know why the Creighton lost outside of all of that? Baylor Shryman didn't wear a headband. Didn't wear a headband. I did see that. Which, he's got a weird-looking head. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He needs the headband. That's insane. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we bring in Strick and Austin for the crossover right here on The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.